Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Amy is a devoted wife and mother with a passion for Jesus and a heart for those with shattered lives. She's an inspirational speaker, author, and teacher who humbly bears the scars of a broken life to reveal the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Amy's desire is for you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Now, here's Amy Elaine Martinez. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez, and I'm so glad you joined me for today's show. Real Victory Radio is designed to help you get ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. I hope the show helps you to be strong and courageous and walk in wholeness and live in victory. We are coming to the end of a five-part series, the Get Real series. In the debut show, we talked about how Joshua led God's people into the promised land. And our key scripture was Joshua 1, 9, that was reminding us to be strong and courageous. Here it is in the Good News Translation. Remember that I have commanded you to be determined and confident. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for I, the Lord God, am with you wherever you go. Isn't that the best news? That we can be confident because God goes with us. Here's a recap of the shows that we have done in this Get Real series. After the debut show, we looked um, at the Getting Ready with Kelly Bellari, week two. And then we moved on to Getting Equipped with Shannon Guerin, who interviewed me about my book, Becoming a Victory Girl. We moved on to part four, Being Authentic. We interviewed Carrie Scott with her new book, Unafraid. And in today, part five, we are wrapping up the Get Real series talking about life and specifically the abundant life. We'll be talking about living in the abundance and in the overflow because this is where we begin to walk in real victory. The real victory in all service is one in secret beforehand in prayer. S.D. Gordon. I love that quote what we do behind the scenes that makes the difference. And that's what we're talking about today. Prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and pray long. Ephesians 6, 17 and 18 in the message. I'm going to read a little bit from my book, Becoming a Victory Girl, Staking Your Claim in the Kingdom, which is available on Amazon. And we're going to be on page 21 in the Art of the Aim chapter. We're talking about partnering with God. Our part is to learn to send out the arrows with precision in powerful, purposeful, and productive prayers, learning to pray prayers, prayers that will produce the result and outcome we desire takes practice and perseverance. We can't be faint of heart if we want to become a victory girl. Our strategy, the art of the aim. We've been given a quiver full of arrows to defend ourselves against the enemy. Practice builds the strength needed and develops the accuracy required Practice, practice, practice. My question, what are God worshipers like? Your answer, arrows aimed at God's bullseye. Psalm twenty-five, twelve. in the message. We've talked about how important it is to partner with God. And our prayers are like arrows bringing heaven down to earth. I just read that scripture, twenty-five, twelve, Psalm twenty-five, twelve, from the message where the psalmist asked that question, what do God worshipers look like? And God answers and says, arrows aimed at the God, at God's bullseye. 
The bullseye is the score, the win. It's that abundance and overflow. When our prayers begin to align with God, he hears our prayers and he acts on them. And that's where the breakthrough happens. That's where the breakthrough comes in our circumstances and in our lives. I recently read a quote on Facebook. I put it in a post this week. If you guys follow me there, it said prayer is how we live in abundance, in the abundance of God. And might I add a little bit to that? Prayer is how we live and experience a life of real victory. Y'all, I had a completely different teaching plan for today, but over and over again, as I studied throughout the week, I kept coming back to the basics, to the essentials, and the Lord kept taking me back to the Lord's prayer in Matthew 6, 8 through 13. I think it's Matthew 6 through 13. Anyway, Jesus taught the disciples to pray in this way on heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. And that is not a prayer that the enemy wants us to be praying. I can promise you that. However, we can come boldly before the king, before his throne, and ask God, our Father, to move heaven and earth on our behalf. This is where the abundant life of John 10.10 is fleshed out, and we begin to trade our defeat for victory and live real life victory. John 10.10 in the Passion Translation says, A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to face, give you everything in abundance, more than you ever expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. I underlined the words abundance, more, fullness, overflow. You see that? It's the abundance and the overflow. It's life. And let me just tell you, the enemy does not want us to have any bit of that inheritance, none of the good stuff God has for us. Now, to be clear, I am not talking about the good, the uh, prosperity gospel here, none of that name it and claim it theology here. What I'm talking about today is getting to a place in our lives where we are all prayed up and we are experiencing a full, abundant, overflowing life where there's victory over sin and the enemy's attempts to kill our dreams, steal our joy and destroy our testimony because that's what he's after. The truth is we were meant for more. We were meant for the abundant life that Christ died for. Let's not waste a moment in defeat. Let's learn how to pray long and hard when necessary and enjoy the abundant life of real victory. I'm going to tell you guys a story today from my own life. Y'all, there was a time when I really didn't have any value or even believe in prescribed, rehearsed prayers. In fact, I thought I needed to pray long, carefully worded, verbose, grand prayers if I wanted to get any response at all out of God. I really didn't think there was any prayer power in prayers like the Lord's Prayer. Gasp. I know, but that's honestly what I thought. In fact, there was a time in my life when something pretty monumental was going on and a friend confronted me with my sin. She insisted that we go to another friend's house and we pray through my messy situation. That day was pretty much a complete fiasco. But one thing I remember about that day was my friend, who was a brand new Christian, When we sat down and prayed together, she prayed the only prayer she knew. She prayed the Lord's Prayer. Now, to be honest, I felt like the atrocities that my life, my sin that I had committed warranted something so much more grandiose, something way more powerful than the Lord's Prayer, something more powerful than this rote prayer that I'd memorized as a child. Y'all, my sin was so blatantly rebellious and boldly defiant. 
And I have to admit, I remember smirking when we closed our eyes for prayer, thinking something like, what in the world? Could the Lord's prayer have any real difference here? Does it have any power in this situation at all? Sadly, I left that day feeling more sorry for my friend than for my sin. You see, I thought, how sad. She doesn't know how to pray as well as I do. Oh, there's more sin there, huh? How arrogant and prideful of me. I know, you guys, I was a complete mess. This was completely untrue. Her prayer was powerful. Because what I discovered was looking back at that day, many years later, Matthew 6, the Lord's Prayer, was the exact prayer that I needed. God knew what I needed that day. I had so rudely disregarded his prayer, thinking it had no power, power, but it did. It had the power that I needed to change my course, defeat my sin, and help me to start living in victory, that victory that Christ has died for. Thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 in the NIV. That's not a very pretty picture of me, you guys, I know, but it's very honest and it's where God does his best work because when we are authentic, authentic with ourselves and with him and with others, he can work on our hearts. Let's jump into the Bible and let me show you what I've learned since that day back in 2004. Getting back to the basics, doing things like Jesus taught his disciples, that is where the power is, you guys. Grab your Bibles or just listen in as I read from the voice, Matthew 6, 6 through 13. When you pray, go into a private room, close the door, and pray unseen to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not go on and on excessively and strangely like the outsiders. They think their verbiosity will let them be heard by their deities. Do not be like them. Your prayers need not be labored or lengthy or grandiose, for your father knows what you need before you ever ask him. Your prayers, rather, should be simple. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, let your name remain holy. Bring about your kingdom. Manifest your will on earth as it is manifest in heaven. Give us each day our daily bread. No more, no less. And forgive us our debts as we forgive those who owe us something. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. But let your kingdom be and let it be powerful and glorious forever. Amen. Now, that's not the version that I grew up or memorized as a child, but I like this one because it really helped me to understand the power that's literally infused in the words of Jesus there. So let's unpack them. That first phrase, our father in heaven, let your name remain holy. We can come before the Lord as his daughter, as an adoring daughter coming before her loving father. There's alignment there. There's a positioning. There's an authority knowing that he has everything we need and he's the source that can affect our circumstances and our lives. That's a humbling part. That next section says, bring about your kingdom, manifest your will here on earth as it is manifest in heaven. Manifest is just a big fancy word for let it be shown. Let it be known. Let us see it, Lord. 
This is his will, his kingdom purposes. This is where breakthrough happens and comes. This is where the power is. Heaven is where things are set right, where it's pure and holy. There's no more tears. There's no more death we learn in Revelation. We're saying to God, make this situation right. Align it with heaven, Lord. Make it right, Lord. That next section says, give us each day that day's bread. No more, no less. This is where provision is. Whatever we need, and sometimes we don't even know what we need when we come to him, but he's got what we need and we're there asking him for it. When we talk about the bread, it's like a basic need for our emotional and our spiritual and our physical needs. So it's everything we need, all of us, holy, needing all of him. This is a place where we establish that we are depending on God, that we really need him. Forgive us our debts as we forgive those who owe us something. This is a critical place, you guys, restoring the intimacy with the Father, the communication that we have with him, and our relationship with God. First John 1, 9 in the Passion Translation says, But if we freely admit our sins when his light uncovers them, he will be faithful to forgive us every time. God is just to forgive us our sins because of Christ. He will continue to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's such a great verse. Forgiving others puts our relationship with others back into order. And we all know we need that. Let's continue on. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. My friend Kim Meyer of RelentlessWomenWarriors.com writes in her version devotional, Our Modern Warf- Warfare Part 1. Temptation is the most lethal form of warfare. Temptation is anything that lures our hearts away from God and his truth. Yes, I needed that prayer that day. Temptation is something we definitely want to stay far, far away from. And thankfully, God is our deliverer. He can deliver us and set us free from evil. But let your kingdom be and let it be powerful and glorious forever. Amen. This is where we're saying, have your will, God. I surrender. Let these things be done. God has the final word, you guys. And he says, it is finished. This seals it all up and makes it finished, a finished work of the cross. It makes it a finished place that we can finish our prayer and know, let it be done. See, God knew exactly what I needed that day. My friend's prayer, the Lord's prayer, was powerful. I just didn't know it. Her words helped tug on heaven and bring it down to earth. And her words tugged on the heart of God on my behalf. Going through the motions doesn't please you. A flawless performance is nothing to you. I learned God worship when my pride was shattered. Heart shattered lives ready for love. Don't for a moment escape God's notice. Psalm 51, 17 in the message. That scripture right there is the crux of my ministry. Heart shattered lives ready for love. Don't for a moment escape God's notice. That day my heart was shattered, but God took notice. He knew exactly what I needed. And it took years for me to see that. Like 15 years later, I can now see And realize the power of the Lord's prayer and my friend's prayer for me that day. 
This was just the beginning of my journey of becoming a broken girl made whole. It was just the first step of becoming a victory girl and living the victorious life. Remember, when we started the show today, I quoted and said, prayer is how we live in the abundance of God. Prayer is powerful and simple prayers pack a punch. That's kind of hard to say. Simple prayers pack a punch. Praying like Jesus taught the disciples is the place where we move out of defeat and into our destiny. It's the place we lay the foundation to live in the overflow and the abundance that God has for us. Prayer is the place of real victory. It's where it happens, where we stake out our claim in the kingdom. The enemy does not want us praying this kind of powerful prayer. He has no right to stand on our territory, though he often makes us think that he does. He doesn't. This is holy ground, you guys. This is sacred ground. It's ours. It's our land, our God-given destiny, and the abundant, overflowing life are rightfully ours. Let's be kingdom-minded people who step boldly before the throne in prayer and don't give the enemy one inch of our land. Prayer is the place where we live in the abundance of God. It's a place of preparation, testimony, and effectiveness. And that's what the enemy is after. If he can make us think that this kind of simple prayer has no power, he's won half the battle. But this is not the truth. This is what God's word says about that. Wisdom can make anyone into a mighty warrior and revelation knowledge increases strength. Proverbs 24, five in the passion translation. So now you know better and now I do too. And we both know the truth. We can be mighty prayer warriors who are filled with the revelation knowledge of Christ. I'm going to read a passage to you again in the message, the everyday language that helps us to better understand God's word, I think. And I'm going to read the same passage, Matthew 6, 6 through 13 from the message. Here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God and you will begin to sense his grace. The world is full of so-called prayer warriors who are prayerfully ignorant. They're full of formulas and programs and advice, peddling techniques for getting what you want from God. Don't fall for all that nonsense. This is what your father says. This is your father that you are dealing with, and he knows better than you what you need. With a God like this loving you, you can pray very simply like this. Our Father in heaven, reveal who you are. Set the world right. Do what's best as above, so below. Keep us alive with three square meals. Keep us forgiven with you and forgiving others. Keep us safe from ourselves and the devil. You're in charge. You can do anything you want. You are ablaze in beauty. Yes, yes, yes. You know what? You can even write out a prayer in your own words and pray it back to God. I have a friend who posts these beautiful prayers on Instagram, and she has this unique way of making scripture come to life in everyday situations. She always starts with, good morning, Daddy. I just love that. I hope you've learned a little bit more about prayer today. We weren't, we were meant for more. God's abundance is ours because Christ died for it. God intends for us to tap into the full provision he provides. We have every spiritual blessing that heaven has to offer completely available to us through the power of the cross and through prayer. 
That's abundance. It's the overflow. We can begin to see victory in every single area of our lives when we ask the Father to show up in our lives. God's abundance is available. I want you to know that today. We might suffer for it like Christ did, but ultimately the abundance we receive and live in is for others. When we go through something hard and survive and thrive through it, those around us benefit from our abundance. The miraculous ways that God shows up in our lives affects them. He always uses what breaks us to ultimately heal others. There's power in our testimony and there's power in our prayers, no matter how simple yet complex they really are. If you have a situation today where you're feeling hopeless or defeated, pray for the abundance of God and all he is to show up. Pray it in. When we pray in alignment with the Father, as we learned how to today in the Lord's Prayer, we get exactly what we need because he's such a good father. Before I pray for us today, I want to remind you of the many resources available on my website at amyelaine.com. That's A-M-Y-E-L-A-I-N-E dot com. There's power in our prayers And I would love to invite you to become a prayer partner and join the victory movement to help us get the word out here on Real Victory Radio. Next week, we have Katie Reed, author of the new Made Like Martha book. You're going to love our conversation. So please join us and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Pinterest. Wherever you are, I am too likely. Catch up on any Real Victory Radio episodes and listen to the entire Becoming a Victory Girl interview series on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. All the links and information for partnering with us at Real Victory Radio are available on my website at amylane.com. Thanks for making Real Victory Radio a part of your day today. Let's pray. Father God, I'm ashamed to tell you that one time I thought your words had no power. And I just confess that, and I know that you forgive me for that. And I ask you to remind us that your words are powerful and that our prayers, when we partner with you, become a place where we can experience real victory. It's a place that we can live in the abundance and the overflow. It's a place where you show up in our lives and in return, other people get to see you. And Lord, that's what we're here for. That is the abundance that other people would know about you and know about the kingdom and come into a relationship with you. I thank you for what you're doing. And I thank you that you've given us a a prayer, a simple prayer that we can turn to when we don't know what to say or a simple prayer that covers everything because sometimes we need something we don't even know. You know what we need before we even ask. And I thank you for that today. I pray for that person who's feeling hopeless or defeated in their situation. I pray that they would come to you like a daughter or a son and just know that you are there, know that you are there for them. Let them just ask you for what they need. And Lord, I pray that it would begin to mesh with exactly what you know we need and that your prayers would be answered and they would see how powerful You are in our lives to bring change, to help us defeat our sin, and to live in real victory. Guys, we must learn to take a stand. Our battles are best fought on our knees. There's a very real war going on in the spiritual realm, and our most powerful weapon is praying God's word. 
How do we wield this weapon at the enemy? We have to practice and come before him with accuracy and precision over time. Our prayers will begin to go right into the enemy's camp. We will be able to see the effectiveness. And before we know it, we'll be hitting the mark every time and bellowing out that victorious battle cry, bullseye. Y'all, that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to be confident in our prayers. He wants us to know that he's there, that he's listening, and that he answers prayer. Whatever word you use, just come before him as a daughter, as a son, and ask him for what you need. Here's some scriptures to help you master the art of the aim and grab hold of the abundance of God through prayer. Shout out your fiery arrows and rout out the enemy. Psalm 144, 6. Here he stands, the commander, the mighty Lord of angel armies is on our side. Psalm 46, 11. Thank you so much for joining me today for Real Victory Radio. I hope you've been encouraged to be strong and courageous. We hope you were encouraged and equipped by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Please go to amyelaine.com to find out how to receive Amy's resources, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. You can also listen to podcasts and see where Amy will be speaking. Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. They depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to amyelaine.com for ways you can partner with Amy in reaching listeners with the power to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Please tune in again next Saturday at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez.